Good afternoon and thank you once again for joining me for Business, The Law and You. Julian Campbell here. We're also going to have our chat with Christina. We're going to be talking about the Hunter Innovation Festival. But right now, we're going to have a chat with Kimberly Claire Campbell, who's a digital business advisor with the Hunter Region Business Hub. Good afternoon, Kimberly. Good afternoon, Julian. Uh, thank you very much for joining us again. And uh, we're going to have a look at a thing called blogging. What is yes, blogging? We are. What is blogging? Why should I consider it? So, did you know that there are over 1.5 billion websites live wow. on the internet? It's pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And yet, only 200 million of those are considered to be active websites. Mm. So, what most businesses do is we go, right, we've got to have a website, so we'll set that up, and once it's done, they forget about it. Um, you know, I'm sure you've seen those websites that feel like they're stuck in the 1990s with mm, the flashing lights mm. and the, the black background. Google doesn't like that. Google likes its customers to see bright, beautiful, up-to-date, refreshed and informative websites. So websites that aren't updated rank really poorly. And blogging is the perfect way to keep your website up-to-date and active. Yeah, so what does blogging stand for? So blogging is the um, shortened version of the word weblog, and it originally started when people um, were doing online diaries. And then that idea grew and took off into the business community as a way to keep our websites up to date and keep our customers um, informed about developments in our industry. So, so how do I start a blog? So you can start a blog usually on your, your website. Most web platforms have a blogging component to them now. You might need to ask your web developer to add that on for you. Sometimes you'll have the ability to do that yourself. When you're starting a blog, the most important question to ask is, who is your blog for? Who's your target audience? And what is the purpose? So your blog might be for connecting with new customers, giving current clients new information, or re-engaging with old clients. Your business might be about business-to-business services or it might be business-to-customer. You also need to know whether the audience for your blog understands your industry lingo or that would just go over their heads and be confusing. Um, Ages and what they like and dislike because that helps you create your content. You also, when you're thinking about your audience, you think about your brand voice and how you communicate that in your blog. So think about the character of your voice. Is your blog going to be a friendly, casual, relaxed kind of blog or is it going to be a factual, authoritative kind of blog? Will you be speaking person to person or will you be more clinical and scientific about your approach? So understanding that gives you a better idea of how you're going to connect to your customers and make it relevant for them. So, for instance, an electrician's blog will have a different tone of voice and different feeling than, say, the local preschool's blog or even your accountant's blog. So once you understand your blog, then it's much easier to get started on creating the content. Well, that's my next question. What sort of things would I blog about? That's the biggest stumbling block that people face. They don't know what to blog about. A lot of the time, it's quite easy if you think about what common questions your clients ask you when they're coming to do business with you. So here we often get asked questions about, you know, how do I start a blog? How do I get my website on the first page of Google? And the tricks of getting my social media to to go viral. So they're all blog posts that we could put up that would benefit our customers. So when you're thinking about ideas, 
think about ideas about how to do something behind the scenes. We all like to know what goes on behind the scenes in businesses and people's lives. Trivia about your business, your product or your services. Product comparisons are a really good way to give your clients more information about what you do. Uh, Industry news, so keeping people informed about different changes in legislation or laws and things. Case studies are a great one because then people can see the benefits of what you're offering and customer pain points and how your business solves them. So this all sounds like a lot and I'm trying to run my little small business. How do I find the Mm -hmm. time to blog? Well, batching is a really great way to create your blog. Uh, Sitting down, setting some time aside where you brain dump your ideas. Don't get worried about punctuation and sentences at the start. Just pop your ideas on paper and then have a break. Come back to it with a fresh head and look at what you've written. Look at the sentence structure, the punctuation, all that kind of thing now. And add in some headings because catchy headings are really important to get people's attention. Subheadings are great to break up content and give people an understanding of what the blog is about. That also really helps with Google. And I always suggest people get somebody to proofread. Now, ideally, if you do it in something like Word, you can check all your typos, your grammar and your word count. And for good ranking, you want about 1,500 words in that blog post. So I believe I can uh, run, do a number of uh, blogs and then uh, schedule them to go out at particular times. Yes, you can. So batching content is great and then batching your posts ready to go out makes it much more time efficient. And if you're really somebody who doesn't like writing, then have a think about doing a video blog instead. That's called vlogging, isn't it? Vlogging, that's <laughs> right. And then once we've got all our content up there, whether it's a vlog or a blog, it's really important to publish that out far and wide. So you really make the best use of that content. So if you've got a newsletter, make sure you send it out to all your customers. Hey, we've got a new blog post. Put it out on your social media. If you're in an industry, submit your blog post to that industry organisation and post it to bookmarking sites mm. as well. And I believe there's uh, some government funding uh, on a program that can help me with some of this. Yes, there is. It's um, a program especially for small businesses to learn about digital marketing, websites, online privacy and security. You can find out more about that at www.huntervalleyhub.com.au. Fantastic. Well, thanks very much for your time. You have a happy and safe Easter and we'll chat with you again another time. Thanks. Julian. Happy Easter to all your audience too. Time to pop over and have our chat with Christina. Good afternoon, Christina. Good afternoon, Julian. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, and looking forward to a week's break. Yeah, awesome. That's <laughs> lovely. That's, yeah, really nice. So um, I, this time of the year, for the last few years, there's been this uh, Hunter Innovation Festival, and I believe it's coming up again and bigger than better than ever. It certainly is, Julian. And this year we're running from May, so we're usually a May event. We run from May the 6th to May the 7th. This year, we have some amazing support. We've got a, a, a lot more community support this year than we've ever had. So, City of Newcastle um, is behind us. The University of Newcastle, the Australian Government is behind us. Hunter If is a really um, fantastic new um, collaboration that we've made. And what we're trying to do this year with the festival is ensure that people 
um, get to connect. So the, so one of our themes is is um, future proof the hunter. But our other main thing and the, uh, the what we're really trying to establish this year is to get people to connect to expand what that um, what the hunter innovation eco system is um, and get people to make long lasting connections. So we're really we're really into um, having people mix, talk, um, get involved. We've got events, you know, over a plethora of topics, and I thought maybe we'd just go through a few of those um, today. So we're launching with um, idea bombing. So what we're trying to do this year is um, around that theme of future-proofing the hunter, we want to get Novocastrians, innovators, anyone who's interested in what's happening in the whole hunter area to come along and just throw ideas out there about what we might be able to do to future-proof our region. How do we you know, what is it that we need around education, health? What do we need around finance um, and communication systems that are going to help us future-proof our area so that we can make the best of technology, have people less fearful of tech, but create this ecosystem um, of communication and connection? So, so what got, you're really saying there is uh, with the whole community can be involved. It doesn't have to be businesses. There can be lots of people with ideas in the general community coming along and, and throwing their right. ideas into this. Yep, so that that would be in, in that event. We've got we've got events throughout the whole week that are, you know, perfect for businesses to come along to, perfect for entrepreneurs to come along to, families. Like the Lunar Light installation is going to be spectacular. So and that's a really good thing for families to come along to, you know, from five o'clock till eleven o'clock every evening. We've got um so, you know, for entrepreneurs and startup scale ups, we've got the Hunter If Pitch X competition happening. So six of Hunter's um, startups and scale-ups are going to pitch their business business ideas to live audiences, um, face a Q&A from a panel of judges, uh, and then the, the winners of those will then progress to, to further opportunities. But the whole idea is to get people in the Hunter knowing what's going on out there, knowing mm-hmm. what our startups and our scale-ups are doing. And this is what we mean by forming the connections. So even if you're, you know, if you're an investor or a business that potentially might be able to benefit from um, an association, a connection with somebody that's pitching at that event, it would be, you know, a wonderful thing to get along and support. We're bringing creatives in. Um, I won't say for the first time, but we're we're purposefully bringing creatives in. So there's a Heart Open event that's going to happen towards the end of the festival, um, and it's an innovation interchange. And what we're trying to do is get, you know, businesses involved with creatives, involved with artistic expression, because the creativity factor is going to be huge with businesses going forward, education going forward. So what we want to do is is basically challenge people to have a discussion around what it is to be creative. How does it fit into business support and networks? Um, and we're really wanting to create these discussions that, that will have long-lasting effects. You know, are practitioners you know, content makers or are we starving artists? You know, how does that creativity and innovation really fit? Because the words come out from a lot of organisations now, you know, we're, we're into creativity and innovation. But what does the integration, what's the connection of those two really factors mean. really mean? Yeah, mm. what does it mean? Yeah, and, and I presume the timings will be all over the different times. So because obviously for people running businesses, coming along to some of these uh, sessions might be a bit challenging. Yeah, so we've got the whole program's up at hunterinnovationfestival.org. Um, we've got Hunter Innovation Festival on Instagram, um, Twitter, keep, uh, Facebook. Keeping up to date with the programming is going to be really easy through all those mediums. Uh, but, the, you know, the festival program is up and it's out. You'll see some beautifully coloured, awesomely designed 
um, uh, collateral that's out there at the moment, which has been possible because of this association um, and the fact that we're trying to get the the festival to grow and bring people from across the whole community into it, you know, artists, university students, um, mentors, We've got a whole lot of organisations involved this year and we're so excited about it. You know, the, and that one of the other events is Ideas to Execution and we're focusing, we're trying to bring a lot of um, female-based events without wanting to be divisive but, mm. but to be encouraging. So we've got Idea to Execution with She Starts. Blue Chile have actually become involved um, with the festival this year. But it's just grown. It's incredible. Really want to encourage families, businesses, entrepreneurs, everyone in the community who wants to be a part of an exciting new community. Let's, yeah. you know, really let's get in there and future-proof the hunter. And, of course, it will provide a lot of opportunities for businesses, both large and small. It will indeed. And, and, and that's the whole thing around that connection. You know, how does a small business connect with a startup, connect with a large business to mm. create positive real change? that's going to take us forward. You know, we're probably living in a time where we have less silos than ever, you know, and that doesn't mean that silos don't exist because, you know, clearly, realistically they do, but but in our area we have less silos than ever. We have more and more collaboration happening. People are listening to what it means to truly collaborate with other organisations mm. and we realise that, that the diversity in ideas, the diversity in bringing different people on board, um, you know, literally on the boards and then bringing them on board to, to different innovations is crucial to us moving forward. We cannot afford to live in silos. We can't afford to live in isolation in our businesses or, or our organisations if we really want to future-proof our area. Great. Well, uh... We look forward to, over the next few weeks, we'll uh, look at some of the events that are coming up and uh, hopefully uh, get, a, get a, a mass of people going. That would be fantastic, Julianne. I look forward to that. And happy Easter to so, all your listeners. Time for one of our Harvard Business Review tips. This particular one, maintain your entrepreneurial passion by being flexible. Most of us think that uh, entrepreneurs are passionate professionals who have a fire in their belly. But it's hard to maintain that level of dedication no matter how passionate you are. And research has shown that entrepreneurs' enthusiasm for their projects can fade over time. One way to prevent this is to avoid sticking to a plan. Uh, Strictly adhering to your business plan is a recipe for disengagement. You need to be good for your business. It keeps you excited about your project as you continue to evolve by changing and refining your ideas. You can make significant progress and build your confidence. Rather than feeling misunderstood by the outside world, you will gain a series of control over events as they unfold, which will counter any decrease in passion over time. Well, thank you for being with me for the last half hour. I hope you've enjoyed the program. We've looked at blogging with Kimberly Clare from the Digital Business uh, Hunter Region Business Hub and also introduced you to the Hunter Innovation Festival. And as Albert Einstein once said, strive not to be a success, but rather to be of value. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.